We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Nope. Yeah, that's fucking stronger than my goddamn bourbon, bro. That, makes, that gives me chills. How much uh, were those little things? This was only three. This was three bucks. Did you get one or did it come like a pack? I got one. You can get like buy two, get one free, but I, I didn't know if I was going to like it. I don't really like it that much, but I wanted some coffee. But I didn't want, like, I was like, uh, spiked coffee? That sounds good. This looks better over here. Yeah, I always like putting a little bit of Jameson in my coffee, but I didn't know they yeah. made something that came in a can. Yeah, they have, a, I think they had a regular, like a regular black. Um, but I got the mocha figuring if I didn't like it, Val could drink the rest of it. But I like it enough that I'm going to fucking drink it. Um yeah, fucking podcasting. <laughs> Dude, we're podcasting. <laughs> we're, that's what we're doing right now. Um, it's been a long fucking week. There's a lot of shit that happened this week. Yeah, dude, I think, well, it's Friday. And if everyone fucking knows, the biggest thing that just happened was uh, not fucking guilty. All accounts, Kyle Rick. Not fucking guilty. God damn. I was I was getting nervous, uh, to be honest, like for the it last couple of days, it was for the last couple of days. And I just really didn't think that the defense like was well put together. And maybe I'm a little biased because I listened to Reichert Law the entire time. Um, but I just didn't think that it was that put together. Even even so, I think I texted you before I even started watching the Reichert guys or the Reichert guy. Um, I texted you like, I don't think that closing cause it was on Monday. I was like, I don't think that closing for the, uh, defense was very good. And I don't think I, I just thought he sounded, but they actually, I went back and watched Riker stream on it and they loved his closing. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to resound with like the jurors. Apparently it did. He's fucking not guilty on all five accounts. Yeah. I also kind of think that like, you know, just watching all the fucking footage that happened over gonna and be over hard to convict. It was like there has like out of 12 people, you would think there's got to be a few people on there. that are just like, yeah, this is pretty fucking obvious. Like, yeah. this is well, just I seemed, obvious. I seemed like they're like the majority of them were going to be. I, I thought honestly what I thought, not that he was going to get charged with uh, guilty on any means. I thought he was either going to get a lesser like they were bartering. 
Um, I thought he was going to get a lesser or was going to be a hung jury that there was going to be two or three people, even one person that was just like, nope, he's guilty and I'm not going to change. And that's kind of what a lot of people thought. Like there was, I saw a few people talk about that, that they were like, um, there's, there's like one or two that are just like, no, or they're Karens or whatever they were. And, uh, that they would hang the jury. And I honestly kind of thought that that was going to be the case, just the way that it was going about it. Cause honestly, with all the evidence and videos put forth, I thought it was pretty clear cut, uh, open and shut case of self-defense and most people would see it that way. Yeah. I don't, after I don't watching think, that much video time, I don't I think there should have been charges at all. Like I yeah, thought that's the thing. Was, I don't think the prosecution or the state or whatever should have brought charges on him whatsoever. Like I, yeah. I don't, and then they did. And yeah, it was getting kind of weird because, and then, uh, and then they uh, went for the mistrial without prejudice, like the defense yeah. did. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys yeah. doing? So it looked, I think, I think uh, that's kind of, I think the defense was kind of getting nervous because the, uh, the jury was taking so oh, long. So there, and a mistrial, just in general, you already know what the state's going to do. And then you have more time to prep and all that. So it's just a mistrial in general and they'd redo it. it was they, kind have of, a, they have a lot better shot in the next one. Yeah. And it was kind of like a win-win situation where if he gets acquitted on all charges because of self-defense, they win. It's like, Heads, uh, I win. Tails, you lose. You know, like, like I still yeah. get something. So, like, they get to retrial. He doesn't go to prison. Um, it, you know, it's that's kind of like it was. That's what it seemed like it was gonna end up being. I kind of thought that in the mis because both of them were filed. The mistrial with prejudice and the mistrial without prejudice were both filed, and one doesn't trump the other. So the judge still could have ruled on either of those, and. I kind of thought that if uh, they found either lessers or they found him guilty of any count, that uh, the judge might mistrial with, uh, with, with perjury, with yeah, perjury. No, yeah, not perjury. With uh, what's the word I just said? Prejudice. Prejudice. Jeez, prejudice. I said it wrong. I can't be <laughs> prejudiced. I can't even say the word. <laughs> yeah, dude, words are hard. It it, yeah. it was it was pretty crazy. But and, and the whole like, I mean, the fucking media coverage and like this had Insane. a lot of people's attention and you never know. Like I was swaying like, I think he's going to get not guilty or acquitted or whatever. But at the same yeah. time, like there was just a lot of pressure. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude, M MSNBC was like following jurors after the jurors after yesterday. Yeah, I want to I want to see more of that come out. Yeah, it was yesterday. And then yesterday. the judge like banned MSNBC from having any <laughs> media coverage in the in the trial. And then, dude, the the funniest well, thing just though, from MSNBC, not everybody. Yeah, but the funniest thing though was um, so uh, once it came out, like immediately when it came out, this MSNBC reporter was like following a juror home, and uh, uh, so like it, it flooded Twitter. Like flooded mm -hmm. Twitter really quick, and then oh, yeah. if you, if you would have looked at MSNBC's account, yeah, they, they were, were getting shit on. But they weren't even posting about the yeah. what happened. They were posting the other random other news going on in the mm -hmm. day. And if you clicked on any of the posts they had, they were just being ratioed the fuck out. Just for like, 
Uh, MSNBC. Oh, yeah, I, was, I was a part of that ratio. <laughs> I went yeah. to almost every status in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was hilarious, dude. It was like yeah. they made a post about like, I don't, they would just, I don't know, something random else happened. And then you would just see like 400 comments and like 50 likes. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I got to share this tweet because it's a good tweet. Uh, in memory of Joseph, Joseph Rosenbaum, I'm going to pound a few 12 year whiskeys. <laughs> <laughs> did you see uh that's from adam, uh nick ashley nick underscore the individual on twitter that was did you good. see uh adam kokesh on twitter yeah he said uh what was his uh what's the difference his? between kyle rittenhouse and covid19 kyle kyle's shots were effective <laughs> yeah kyle's shots were actually effective uh, <laughs> fucking chris amadon uh on twitter he's fucking awesome he's followed us for a long time if kyle rittenhouse was not white but was actually black he probably would have been able to run away faster and this wouldn't have happened (laughs) (laughs) oh that's pretty good this is Uh, fucking awesome twitter is great right now did you see the crazy lady screaming nonsense that ended up giving herself a fucking seizure outside the courthouse Oh, yeah, dude, that's been the best part about all this. The liberal fucking tears and the outrage. Yeah. I mean, dude, you got you got fucking a uh, shit ton of people on your Facebook that yeah. were upset well, with all you. Right, so there was there was two on my Facebook because I was like, Kyle Hurt Rittenhouse, uh, not guilty on all charges. And I had two dudes that fucking hit up, hit it up quick. And one was in the Marine Corps with me. One I've known since I was like in first grade. Do, do I know the dudes. Marine Corps guy? No, you don't. Uh, I met him in Okinawa when I was doing my radio operator supervisor course. Okay. Um, he was super cool. Uh, good guy. Uh, there's a picture of me and him on my Instagram, too. Uh, he's, he's a fucking G. He's out now, obviously, too. But uh, they both were like, what, like, kind of like, what the, both black dudes, you know? This was sure, a sure. racially charged fucking event that had nothing to do with race to be honest and neither of them said anything about race but okay there was a whole bunch of people on my so they were both confused but they hadn't really like seen it like they like after because they said something and then i responded and i responded kind of generally like it was clearly self-defense this was an open and cut open and shut case that's what i i think i said something to that effect um and uh, the one dude is like, I'm confused. You're usually more intelligent or something like that. And the other one was like, how is this self-defense? And he was a little bit more aggressive. But then you have all these fucking lol libertarians that are like, oh, you're just here because of race and blah, 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 blah. And this is clearly not guilty. And it's like, well, first off, like, I don't know. Y'all, you guys all follow me because of either my podcast, because of the things I say on my fucking uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever else. So you follow me on here. These two people I know personally, I was like, don't fucking talk to them like that. And second off, like they didn't bring race into this once you guys did. So you guys are being fucking faggots right now. And they aren't. They may not know the facts. They didn't look at the case. But I calmly explained to them the entire time because they're both people that I respect and, you know, talk to every once in a while. And uh, usually pretty intelligent. They didn't know the facts about the case. And so I told them the things that. I had seen because I literally watched all at least this week and almost all of last week's trial, like from start to finish trial with a panel of lawyers that fucking watched it, too, uh, that were commenting on it. Yeah, Law. we're basically they were fucking awesome. I watched it. Too. I'm they part were basically, of Law. 
we're basically lawyers now. Yeah, I'm a like, fucking lawyer now. Um, <laughs> and I constantly talk to Dino Files on Twitter about it because he's a pretty cool ass fucking lawyer guy too. Yeah, we should get um, him on. He's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down to have him on. But then uh but the only reason why I brought that them up, well, you brought them up, but the only reason why I wanted to talk about it was like the fucking uh, like yes, it's a win for liberty. It's a win for self-defense. But we've been talking about for a while now how like the media has been so fucked up about this that there's a lot of people that don't know the facts of the case and there's a lot of people that are sitting there commenting that don't know the facts about this case we know that so now we have the chance to fucking educate them and so all i did was i told them like what i thought and then one of them messaged me and he was like i'll do some research on it and then he went and did research for a couple hours and he's like damn that shouldn't even run brought to the trial and i was like that's what i'm saying man like that was it and that was it and we were cool like we were cool from the start like he and i we didn't even get an argument yeah. over the it's thing. a little weird then, mixing like your online community with like yeah. people you actually I, that's what kind of facebook is is like it's yeah. a now my facebook's a mix between like other libertarians but also people that i literally grew up with in my family so <laughs> yeah and and like and it's it's one of those things where uh libertarians like accuse like everyone else like oh they can say whatever they want and on online and we do it like we do it fucking too and then you don't expect like somebody to call you out about it and it's like well you can get called out about being dumb fucking too because they didn't bring up race once but the first two comments on those posts replying to the two black guys that commented how do you why do you think this way we're about yeah. race and they didn't even say anything about race. And it was like, you guys are playing the same fucking game. Go fuck yourself. Kyle Rittenhouse is not guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, the really thing that like pissed, pisses me off the most about this. And it's not honestly, it's not people I know personally, really. But it's like uh, our Instagram and our Twitter and the fucking like libertarian type people that we follow and hang out in like our online little circle or whatever. But like, I just don't understand. Uh, I, I actually, I, maybe this is more my fault because I don't understand is I just don't understand people's obsession with like Kyle calling Kyle, like, Oh, he's just a bootlicker. He, yeah, I he, don't get it. I think we talked about this. So for those of you that don't know, we just did a show with Liberty uninterrupted should be out sometime soon. We kind of talked about the trial. We recorded it um i don't know what two days ago three days ago yeah two days ago wednesday was when we were yeah wednesday like the 17th i think yeah 17th we recorded it so go out and check that out so you can hear all of our bitching before the verdict of the trial and our opinions but we talked about this specific thing so go ahead i just wanted to throw that out there so we got him some yeah jamie some love but this, so this, it, it, I mean, he was 17 when this shit happened and this guy, yeah. this guy supported the police and people want to act like, uh, like this, this is like the worst thing fucking ever. And it's like, dude, right. uh, <laughs> what you're telling me that when you're 17, you, you're supposed to have this whole fucking world figured out. I guarantee Kyle went to a public school where they fucking yes. brainwash shit like this. He grew up watching tv shows and movies like we did you know we became fascinated and 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 we thought like i mean like we like if we, we joined the military after, i was gonna say if we would go after kyle for like being some bootlicker like it would be the most uh yeah. like 
dumb hypocritical thing we could do because like when we were 17 i mean no you were 18 but around the same age we joined the fucking military we enlisted in the military two weeks i turned 18 and two weeks later i was enlisted yeah it's like we didn't know like i don't i didn't know that this whole other worldview and perspective was even out there i didn't even know it existed because i thought the worldview that i was in was for liberty like literally thought that's what it was for like this is what these people like i don't get it they listen to our show and we've repeated this multiple times and i've seen the same people like argue the same points that are it's like well then why do you fucking listen to us then we're just hypocritical assholes which we are like i get it like we can have i can understand the hypocrisy of it you're just mad because he's not saying it now but guess what what were most of these people when they were 17 18 years old they were fucking either apolitical that didn't think the system worked or um were left or right leaning like they were like half of you half the people that listened to us i bet were uh i bet you more than half the people that listened to us were fucking retarded righty fucking bootlickers i bet you they fucking were he's 17 years old and yeah, yeah there's some 17 and 18 year olds now and there's some 17 year old and 18 year olds then that fucking grew up you know a like libertarian i get it but guess what? The majority of this movement is not because the majority of this movement has been left or right their entire lives and have just and now within the last couple of years or since the Ron Paul movement or what have you, that's when they figured it out. But they were much older than 17, 18. I was like, this is the I said it on Jamie's show on Liberty Uninterrupted. This is the perfect. This guy is a perfect person to like if you're at ASU going to fucking uh nursing school and or you're in on the campus make friends with kyle rittenhouse if you're a libertarian and fucking turn the guy that let's not get him on cpac for the next 40 years let's get him on fucking you know dave smith's podcast biting the bullet <laughs> yeah, biting the bullet he's but, gonna you know replace I mean? jared like, as our third co-host <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's probably got more kills than jared too <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, he's got more uh, he's got more justified kills than jared so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was he was actually defending himself uh jared was uh <laughs> slaughtering children <laughs> yeah, he, kyle rittenhouse actually defended liberty uh last year yeah, and yeah. jared was just slaughtering children yeah, yeah jared was enforcing tyranny <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and they, everybody loves Jared so much on this fucking show, but they're not calling him a bootlicker for literally killing people in the Middle East. <laughs> like, all right, dude, like, you guys want to sit there and call fucking Kyle Rittenhouse a little bootlicker cadet when he was part of the fire department, which we've had people on the fire department here that talk shit about the fire department too. But he was literally a part of the fire cadets and has one picture of like the, it looks like a fucking shitty Halloween costume. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just think it's fucking stupid that all these people are so upset about Kyle for Kyle Rittenhouse for being, you know, a, a right leaning 17 year old kid. Yeah. And okay. And the like from, from fucking the northern side of Illinois. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Like, and, and also, like, at least he's not it, a lefty. Like, like it or like, it's great. You know, it's really great that an 18 year old kid is not going to spend the rest of his life in jail for what we consider is obviously self-defense and it's great for his family that they don't have to go through that this anymore and and it's all great for that but like it or not this kyle rittenhouse thing is much bigger than him now that's that was the point and and 
like there's a so there was a lot of eyes on this probably more than uh, possibly ever before just because with like you know the Rakita, Rakita Law and then all those other YouTube lawyers and oh yeah that's what uh, it was uh, yeah, not Riker <laughs> Steven Crowder was doing like yeah, constant live streams one. and stuff and so the, more than they ever both, before they both went, both of them were over, both went over a hundred thousand views multiple times this year or this this the last yeah the last weeks. like two weeks yeah and it's it, probably the most exposure to the law system that hundreds of thousands of Americans have been exposed yes. to yes. And that's the thing, man, that like, and the like, and it's actually like, I know for, like how politics happens is like something they just, it just turns this binary thing where like one side's uh, on, you know, uh, like the right on this case, the right was for free Kyle. He was in self-defense yeah. and the left was like, bury him. He deserves to be in jail. And right. that's almost better for this perspective because right-wingers tend to be the ones that are more like, pro police pro like they, oh they're just doing their job yeah the there's bad apples right. and now they watched in real time like they watched these prosecutors lie they're closing statements they didn't like miss or or try to push a narrative deserve to take a beating they lied take a beating they straight up lied about this kid and then yeah. they tried to bury this joe 18- biden lied yeah. about this yes kid. And like, so it's like this huge moment. And like, like I brought, I think I brought this up on Jamie's podcast as well, but in the, when I was watching the Rakita law uh, stream, when they were doing the closing arguments and there was a bunch of people in the chat that were like, wait, why is the prosecution literally allowed to lie? Like lie about this kid. It's like what we talk about fucking cops. They're allowed to lie to you at any point in time when they're investigating you. And it's like, why is that okay? But if you lie to them and it comes out in the court of law that you lied to them, you get thrown in a fucking prison cell. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. And they were allowed to lie on national television and millions of people saw it on YouTube streams all over the fucking world. That is a huge, and it's like, like so what? The, like it's it's an eye opener. It's a yeah. fucking huge ass eye opener. Yes, that's the biggest thing about all this is like now people watched in real time what the prosecution does in these trials, what they will do. They will go at any length possible to try to get a verdict, so they get a little yep. notch on their belt, so they can get patted on the head and get promoted and move up in this garbage ass system. And yeah, dude. Like, but uh, I don't know, like that. Like to me, I was that's, like, "Holy that's shit!" It's a white dude, pill. It's kind of a white amazing. pill. Yes, well, it's amazing. And I posted when I found out that they were coming back into, uh, they were coming back in to give their verdict. They gave like the families like an hour's notice or whatever. I tweeted out. I don't know if you saw, it, but I tweeted out. I was like, "This is my white pill and like one of my last hopes for humanity, kind of thing." But I think that they will turn a non a, a not guilty verdict on all accounts. And uh, yeah, I just sent that because I was like, I was really, really hoping. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Sorry. Bray's got shit to uh, say, dude. He's psyched up about the, the Kyle Rittenhouse case. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking lit right now. <laughs> fucking bitch. But I said it right before then that uh, quiet little girl, come here. Come here. Come here. Anyways, I said it right before and it was kind of like, this is because I honestly believe that there's no way that people could sit there and find him guilty. 
yeah, because it, it's it's one thing that it's it, like this is like the uh, I don't know exactly what how the jury stood on this, but it seemed there were some people on the jury that were that were buying into the narrative that the corporate press was pushing out. But like, it's really hard for like some maybe lefty progressive leaning type person to really th- like throw a kid in the cage and just lock it should be hard i just don't think it would be for them i don't think it i don't think it is for a lot of there was there was an interesting thing on the rakita law that they were talking about was like a lot of people are using this whole thing as like social justice and it's like the the mob the mob rule thing and they made a point where it's like the left thinks the scale is tipped back towards them right now because they can they've gotten away with a lot over the last like three years they've gotten away with a lot and that they don't want it to be fair. They don't want it to be fair anymore. They want it to be tipped in their fucking favor. And yeah. I, I fully agree with that. And that's why I'm like, like, I don't, I don't believe that it's hard for them anymore. And I believe that's why it took so long. And I bet you there was people that were like, I, I bet you there was a large majority of the jury. I'm sure we'll hear about it. Uh, I'm almost every big case has a book written about it from one of the jurors or, you know, some yeah, music written out to write the book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I meant from the jurors perspective perspective, like where they come out and say what the deliberation went like, because everybody's going to want to know. I want to know. Um, yeah, there'll be documentaries it, about this in like five years. Yeah. And but like what I meant is like there, there's going to be jury people that come out and talk. And I bet you we're, we'll hear something and maybe it's true and maybe it's not. You don't know because you're, you're not there. But um, I think you'll see that. There's going to be, there was a large portion, a large majority. I'm going to say like nine to nine to three, I think. I think it's like nine to three, 10 to two. And that that were like, no, this is self-defense. And there's two to three that were like, he's got to, either they were like, he's got to have something because this isn't safe and this shouldn't happen. Or he's absolutely guilty. There's no way you're changing your changing my mind. And so they sat there and they deliberated and they sat there and they deliberated. And basically those two to three, one, two or three sat there and tried to convince them that, uh, that they need at least something that they weren't going to take nothing as an answer. And, uh, they were like, I like going back and could you, Cause even with the lessers, the way the lessers were written and everything, because he had a gun, it was going to be like a 15 year sentence and a 14 year sentence, even with the lessers. So if the less, if the, the main, the, the reckless and the, um, the murder like wasn't approved and they were like, no. And they went to a lesser, even with both lessers um, getting approved or a, a guilty verdict, he was going to be in prison for like 30 years. And it, I bet you the people were, that were like, no, this is self-defense. There's like, there is no way we can convict and put this guy away for 30 years. Because if they, it was almost like if he, if they did, if they got guilty on one, then he'd have to be guilty on the other. And so there was like, there's no way we can convict this. And maybe that was the the strategy that they used to get that last, last two people or last three people holding out that were like, no it's not guilty. And if, if you don't believe it's not guilty, and I think that's kind of what happened today is like, if you don't believe it's not guilty, then you're, you're going to have to tell the judge. And from what it sounds like, a lot of people think the foreman was one of those people, the, the, the speaker of, for the jury 
was one of those people, like the one of the oddballs. And they were like, if you don't, if you don't take it, then it's going to be a hung jury and you have to tell it. And we're going to be here over the weekend because the judge isn't going to take that right now. And it, it will, we'll sit here and say that he's, it was self-defense until we don't have to anymore. And I think they were just like, fuck. Yeah. And I also kind of think too, that some of the juries were kind of maybe in some ways intimidated or scared. What would happen if they did get a non guilty verdict? I mean, yeah, I bet you they were. I mean, I yeah. heard some, there was some talk about that uh, throughout the trial. Yeah. I'm not, uh, uh, you know, I'm on, I mean, we've said it before that I don't really think there's going to be riots over this. I honestly just don't think, I think one, it's a little too cold in Kenosha to be rioting, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's not but, the summer anymore. Yeah. And, but you know, but that, that threat still weighs in people. I mean, like, like everyone knows like everyone yeah. knows if george floyd or they're not george Derek chauvin who killed george floyd uh or what whatever if he <laughs> wasn't found guilty then cities would have lit in flames like everyone well, yeah. fucking knows that and it was a different case right yeah but i think that kind of like mentality and how it was presented to a lot of people, it was kind of like the same thing. Like it's like Black Lives Matter like versus it, yeah. a white kid. Like the yeah, and I just really believe that a lot of people were like, "That's not the case." Like I think a lot of people, especially maybe the jurors, but a lot of people that watched that trial. I mean, shit, the amount of people on the left that have come out after you know the first week of the trial that were like, "Oh, I didn't know a lot of the facts about this trial that I thought I knew." Like the amount of left, like hardcore lefties that came out and said shit, it was pretty surprising. And it was like, well, and also it, a lot of them were like journalists and like personalities, like social media personalities and stuff like that. And it's like, how did you not like, and it, it just goes to show like we, you and I like, yeah, we kind of jump to our own conclusions pretty quickly, but I also go and look also like, like I, I try to consume as much about the subject that I'm making a snap decision about as mu as much as possible. Like, I mean, there's some things that I don't, but for the most part I do. And I know you do too, but like they, these people, all they had to do was look a little, like not even, not even scratch the surface of these cases. And the things that they were saying were completely asinine and wrong. And they didn't realize that until last week, it's been over a year. And that some of these facts have been out for longer. Like, I just didn't understand it. It's like, how do you call yourself any like you have research? Some of these people have fucking research teams for them. Like none of them told them like, what are they doing? What is, what is the point of these shows? What are these point of these personalities? Like who are like, what the fuck? Like the Young Turks, that was a clear example of like, you have all this production value in your show and you aren't even spouting correct facts. Like even if you wanted to say that it wasn't self-defense, you were spouting for over eight months of this thing that he brought a gun from over the, the border from Illinois, which doesn't make sense. Like, why would you bring a gun from the strictest gun place and it not be valid in a less strict gun place? And then on top of that, that he killed black people like that was like the biggest one that people found out last week. That he killed only black people like he was like he was legitimately what the prosecution tried to make him out to be in their closing statements. And in some of their question, lines of questioning, he was an active shooter. 
And it's like, you people are fucking insane. Go fuck yourselves. You should be drawn and quartered and tar and feathered. Dude, you you know, if there was a black person that Kyle Rittenhouse killed, they would have put the picture of that person all over everywhere. Like they, that's just what they do. And they would have found like, the best picture to present them this person to and like you you just know that that's what they would have done and but even even with like out that i mean there was some cases i seen where they were literally making joseph rosenbaum to be out to be this heroic Dude. justice warrior yes. for black lives matter and this like and, and like so this funny. this guy okay when I say this guy is a pedophile, I mean like the worst of the worst. Like he yeah. actually raped nine to eleven year olds anally. Yeah. Like that's actually what this guy did. It's not that he yep. exposed himself or whatever. Like you might assume, like some people can get in trouble for for pedophilia. I'm saying yep. like he is actually the worst of the worst when it comes to pedophiles. Raped yep. children. And they yeah, held, dude. they held this person up and there's people, I mean, dude, did you see the fucking signs that these protesters had outside the courthouse? Where I didn't it was, see any of outside. Like dude, I literally they, didn't see any of outside. I just, I just saw it online and it was a poster in this fucking white woman in a mask that was holding this sign up. And it was the three victim. Oh, I, I don't even say big. I will say the three assailants because now it is, in the court of law, a self-defense case, the three assailants that attacked yep. uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, it was their faces on Superman, like doing the oh pose, Superman God. pose. Yes, dude. And it goes to show Jesus that most, most Americans, they don't know politics or cases or anything like what the details are. They only know the propaganda. Like yeah. that's And it's, that's insane. I just saw Joe Biden or he tweeted out something about the verdict and I'm trying to find it. I oh, heard dude. earlier he got asked about why he called him a white supremacist when it had nothing to do with it after Fuck, his yeah. fucking colonoscopy, colonoscopy, whatever that fucking word is, colonoscopy, I don't know. I don't colonoscopy? Know yeah, <laughs> colonoscopy, that's it. Um he got asked about it afterwards and uh, he was like, Oh, you know what? I'll just uh, stick with the uh, jurors. I think what they did was uh, right. And I'm not going to go uh, back off the jurors. He but, said that. Yeah. Really? I'm not, I'm not going to take anything from the jurors. Dude, like, dude, I, mean- I typed in Joe Biden and the top three things on Twitter is, Joe Biden, his name. And then the second one is Joe Biden is seceding <laughs> or succeeding. And then the uh, last one is Kyle Rittenhouse because he said something big about it. I'll fi- I'll try to find it. Go ahead. What were you about to say? Well, I, I know like the mayor of New York, de Blasio, made a post about how this is injustice or whatever. And he got ratioed yeah. on Twitter. He got oh, ratioed. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I, I know I. Uh, like sometimes dude, right, maybe dude, this is what Joe Biden posted um when this happened at the debate stage. Let's see if it pops up. All right, I'm gonna oh, turn yeah. off my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he, I know it's that. A, so it says it says there's no other way to put it. This is Joe Biden's tweet from his Twitter. There's no other way to put it. The president of the United States refused to disavow white supremacist on the debate stage last night. 
and uh, it's a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha. And it's like, oh, yep, okay, yep, yeah, dude. Fucking you know what's insane. so you know what's so fucked up about that too is that like Joe Biden is responsible for the deaths of more people of color. Than... I know, dude. That's what kills me. Like, that's the one and thing that I try to get yeah, everybody to understand. He's, He's the architect of all of these hard on crime bills over the last like fucking 40 years. He's responsible for getting these laws passed that lock up more black people than ever before. And like, so, and he's the one, oh, I'm defend like calling out Kyle Rittenhouse for being a white supremacist. And it's like, dude, like the hypocrisy of these people and they have no shame about it. They just have no shame. They do not yeah. care. They just will fucking sacrifice a 17-year-old kid's life to further yeah. their agenda and as much feel, as they and want. And go to sleep just fine. Oh, yeah. Sleep just fine. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. one of the biggest things that I think libertarians need to hit on, especially with, like, uh, convincing more right-wing conservative-type people, is that, like, it wasn't the – like, yeah, the rioters attacked Kyle, and then Kyle defended himself – but it wasn't the rioters that tried to lynch him afterwards. It was the cops. The yes. cops are the ones the that tried to fucking bury this kid. And denounce him and lied about it and almost lied about it on the stand, but knew that they would get in trouble mm-hmm. and had to backtrack statements. This is what uh, Joe Biden said. He said, I stand by what the jury has concluded. The jury system works and we have to abide by it. That's what he said in response to calling him a white supremacist last year. And uh, during his campaign run. Yep. Just another it's fucking po- insane politician shady thing to say, like just totally ignore the question and say something irrelevant almost. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I was trying to find the other thread. There was a good thread somebody had. It was like, show me your best meltdowns um, from the Kyle Rittenhouse trial today. And I'm sure there's I plenty, I dude. I don't remember sure his name. I don't remember who posted it, but it's something uh, in his in his post it says like liberty dad and the first one was de blasio um but yeah de blasio is like and he got fucking ratioed and there was a couple others on there and it's like how how do they get to continue to do this that's what kills me is how do you get to continue to do this it makes no sense to me you were found out red-handed and it's shown and it's proven and even even without the jury verdict the way that Krauss and Binger fucking reacted on that fat fucking little finger, like did their whole spiels the entire time they got caught, you know, uh, violating Kyle Rittenhouse's fifth amendment rights. They got introducing new evidence and then literally fucking up the, the transfer of the file. They created a new one and gave it to them 21 minutes after uh in a, in a brand new file different than the file that they to the to the uh defense to kyle rittenhouse the defense attorneys different than the one that they had and then lied about it again during the court proceeding and then on top of that <laughs> and then on top of that even before they were trying to charge him with the uh uh the gun uh the whole gun law that was clearly kyle didn't fall into and it was a clear position the the law is written very clearly. Um, what else do they do? They um, 
They brought up uh, evidence that was talked about pre-trial not to bring up. And then when uh, they brought it up and obviously were objected to, they said, oh, well, I thought it would be okay because of the, my questioning of the, the, the witness. And that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, all right, now after you figured out that you think that it's okay, you dismiss the jury and say that you need to talk to the um, the judge and then bring it up. And he tells you if it's allowed or not. And like this whole thing, they've done so many things. And that's why a mistrial without, with prejudice was completely viable the entire time. And second off, it shouldn't have even been brought to a fucking trial. They should have looked at the video footage and it's clear as day. It's clear as day. And that's why it's not guilty on all five accounts because it's fucking clear. And these people are pieces of shit. And the Kenosha Police Department are pieces of shit. And I just don't understand how these people can continuously lie and not get in trouble for it. And hopefully both those dudes get disbarred. I honestly hope their lives are ruined for trying to ruin another person's lives. I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I think, well, you know, I think disbarred is uh, a little light, but I don't think the Internet oh, will absolutely. allow us to elaborate on what should happen <laughs> to those yeah. guys. But uh, yeah, man, like, I think, I think, I know, like, I think this is overall like, cause you know, I, I don't exactly know, but I've heard a couple of different lawyers talk about this, that once like precedent is set in law, other it's lawyers and prosecutors can, can look to those things as examples for their cases. They, yeah. They did it in this and, trial. Yep. And once like, if, Kyle Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse would have went down for this. I mean, they're, they're just an easy gateway, and I'm sure it still happens, where prosecutors can go after people um, executing their Second Amendment right to defend themselves. And I, yeah. I really think that because with how high pri- profile this case was, that this would have really set a tone where we're at in America. And I think it even does set a tone that they even went after him in the first place. So I, th- it, that, I think that, we'll see more. Yeah. I think, I think we, I think you're 100% right. It's, I mean, it, there's probably cases out there right now that's happening where they're similar yeah. like this. And, and I know there's cases that where people, um, cause like, I, I know here in Illinois, uh, well, no, I know in New York, like, it's very hard to use like deadly force on someone that's yeah, like the law, breaking into your own fucking house. The law of self-defense guy was talking about that um, on uh, Rikita Law's stream. I can't remember his name, but he's dope. That guy, all he yeah. does is self-defense cases. Yeah, all that's he what does he's, is self-defense Yeah, cases. he's like it, specifically self-defense. Like, and what he was he very have? knowledgeable. He had a fucking quote today. Go ahead, keep talking. He had a quote today that was fucking dope, and I'm going to find it because I retweeted it. Um, but I, I just think that like, like this is just one of those defining moments and like it or not, like Kyle Rittenhouse has now become a symbol. It's, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't even know if the, the kid might not even want to be the symbol. He probably just, uh, in a lot of ways, he might just want to put this all behind him and move on with his fucking life. He might not even want to be some sort of political activist about all this or anything. Like he probably just wants to fucking move on and, and it's, it's probably going to be hard for him to do that, but he's yeah. now become like this symbol. And that's what I was uh, trying to explain to people on like Twitter and Instagram where like, they were just all like, Oh, why are you guys making him out to be a hero? And it's like, okay, listen, 
I don't necessarily think this kid's necessarily a hero. I think he just was defending himself. And I think that yeah. is something and that we should appreciate that in yes, general. Yes. Yes. And he killed a pedophile. And that might be kind of heroic to me. Kind of heroic right there. So I'm not saying I mean, we like, talk about these. These are the same people. People that are saying this shit are the same people that have fucking wood chipper profile pictures or yes. share wood chipper fucking. And it, it's like, oh, so now you're upset because he wore a fake fucking police uniform one time. Suck a yeah. dick, bro. Like, go fuck he, yourself. Because he posted like blue lives matter on his Facebook. Like, yeah. OK. It's like they, it's they like also is, they also change their names to four door snore whores because they think it's funny, but we'll sit there and shit on him because he uh, he had uh, a Blue Lives Matter post one time. And it's like, and, oh, let me go through your let, let's if you didn't get fucking suspended from all your goddamn Twitter or all your goddamn social media constantly, I bet you I'd find some fucking stupid ass post that you posted back in two thousand eight. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah, and um, it, I did want to bring up the the quote real quick, and then I'll let you go. It it was he said, uh, "Make sure you have a gun, so you're hard to kill. Make sure you know the law, so you're hard to convict." And uh, it's just like the best tagline from a fucking lawyer I've ever heard. That's like a GS lawyer, dude. <laughs> it's but, like it's like the two lawyer lawyers that are like, uh, "Shut the fuck up, Friday!" Like those lawyers are dope. Yeah, they, they tell people to shut the fuck up when they talk to cops. Like, just don't say anything. It's a lot easier to get you out of not saying anything than you talking yourself into fucking something. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. And like, that's the thing, too, is like, if so, if someone if someone that's not even a cop has never necessarily aggressed on people representing the law and they just support the cops. So that means we can just fucking say fuck them. And let them go to jail, like let them rot. And it's like, how is that winning anyone over? How is that going to win people over to our side? Like, oh, you support the cops, you deserve to be in jail. Like, or yeah. like, why are we even? Why are we even supporting this guy? It's like because he was he was in clear self defense. The state is bringing the fucking hammer down on this kid, and we're just and he was protecting to, property. He's, he went there to protect property. He was hired. By the, I know they denied it in testimony, but they were hired yeah. by these people. To Everybody fucking, thought they were lying. Yeah. Well, they proved it with the text messages that they got. That, oh, yeah. That, yeah. That well, and then that, that's a, that was another thing that they could perjure themselves with. Like, not the witnesses. Why go after the witnesses? It's, there's no fucking point. Go after the fucking lawyers that put those witnesses on the stand knowing that, that they were about to perjure themselves. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, like, those fucking business owners probably were like super liable. So they were probably like, yeah. cause there was no contracts. Nope. There was no contracts for what the, they weren't. And the, the, the security force that they hired wasn't necessarily a contracted legal security force. Yeah. So that's why they were like, Oh, uh, we don't want to be liable. There shouldn't shit. fucking have to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, and I don't know. I just, I just don't understand. Like people and, like everything about the situation is what libertarians want. A local business hired a couple guys from around the neighborhood to protect their property, which we have such a big thing with fucking property, right? Like that's where the basis of our fucking evolution is, is property. Our theory, our legal theory, our fucking everything theory is based off property, which includes yourself. They hired a couple dudes without, they didn't need a fucking, uh, <laughs> 
They didn't need a fucking business. They gave them a couple bucks. We're like, hey, will you do this to protect our their prop our property over these couple nights? And they said yes. And then one had to use their gun not to protect the property, but to protect themselves in self-defense after providing medical aid throughout the night. Not phenomenal medical aid, however you want to argue it. Who cares? Who gives a shit? He helped people and then had to protect himself from a violent individual that happens to be a fucking pedophile. Like, they, he hit all the wickets for you, you libertarian fucks. They yeah. hit all the wickets of what, in society, how we would want it to go, it would be perfectly okay. You guys are, they were all okay with all of them sitting there and protecting the property. They had no, all these people are like, yeah, it's self-defense, but this guy's a piece of shit. Why? Because he did something that you guys won't do? Go protect a private business? Even though you might get in trouble for it at this point in time, he still did it. And he almost lost the rest of his life doing it. He still did more than you. He did more he than almost, me. Yeah. But I didn't not really have fucking he, riots here. But like, not only did he almost lose his life that night, he almost lost his life to the state. Like, yes. The, like, and so, like, it, why be upset about it that people are posting fucking memes about him? Yeah. And uh, like, I don't know. And like, and you know, it's like when I mean when it says like he's become a symbol. It's because people, when they see him now, are going to remember, like, man, that kid almost got screwed over. That kid almost got buried by the state. And that's how people connect it. They don't connect it as unlike, uh, oh, this kid's like, well, he supported the cops and the cops tried to fucking boot him or anything. Like, No, they, yeah. they look at it as like, this is a kid. He's 17. He defended himself. And the yeah. state tried to fucking bury him. And it's... Like people like things like that is sim like it's symbolic to people. And when it's not that he like, yeah, he's he's probably gonna be considered a hero to a lot of people or whatever. And like yeah, maybe and you disagree cares? with that. Yeah, who cares? The symbol behind it and what it actually represents, the bigger picture behind it is what matters. That's the biggest and most important thing. And I think that's what libertarians just need to step back, realize what just happened with this trial. We've watched all the lies from the corporate press, the state, and all the nefarious yes. tricks and lies. And a shit ton of people watch them. Yes, and like so many. I mean, Stephen Crowder is like one of the most famous internet conservative type people, mm -hmm. and he just went through like play by play watching this trial, explaining how these fucking prosecutors were terrible, and it yes. you know it makes them back up a little bit and be like, man. We support the cops and they tried to bury this fucking kid in self-defense after he killed a pedophile, not just a pedophile, a pedophile that was attacking him. Yes. And then it's like it's like it's like it, it's like so easy and so easy for like anyone with a liberty liberty minded message to like just latch on to and be like, yeah, we're the dudes that have. We're the dudes that are backing Kyle Rittenhouse, but not only are we backing Kyle Rittenhouse, we're the ones that's been calling out the state for all their fucking depravity, all the shit that they do to people. And, you know, if Black Lives Matter was actually smart, if they were actually like for criminal justice or whatever, they yes. would latch on to this, too, and be like, yeah, this is what we're talking about, conservatives, this injustice this that's why. happening. But yeah. BLM's like a fucking probably garbage uh marxist Morgan. fucking bullshit yeah. yeah it's fucking i don't know it's just so frustrating 
that libertarians some like just keep bringing up that oh well he's a bootlicker. It's like who fucking cares, dude? Who fucking cares? Half of us are half of the fucking people in this movement bootlick something, or used to. Like yeah, come or on, used dude. to at the very at the very least. Um, so I found the post. It was Jeremy Todd, J Todd six hundred one on fucking um insta or on uh twitter and his post was written house cope and c thread post twitter meltdowns here and i'm going to read a few of them so uh mayor de blasio uh anthony huber joseph robesenbaum are victims they should be alive today the only reason they are not is because a violent dangerous man chose to take a gun across state lines and start shooting people to call this a miscarriage of justice is an understatement the far right trolls who think it make who would think it makes a difference whether a violent gunman got his weapon before or after he crossed state lines are missing the point. Two people are dead and their killer is left unaccountable. That's not justice, and they know it. This is a fucking blatant lie in the first half. And the second half, he tries to justify the lie that's saying that it's it's illegal and it's unacceptable. And it's not illegal. He was legally allowed to have the fucking rifle in his possession. And they fucking attacked him. The violent person of that whole situation was Rosenbaum. And then the three others that came afterwards. And they also lied about knowing who Jump Kick Man was. It, come, it came out like yesterday. They knew who he was. The, the, the prosecution knew who he was the entire time and lied about it. Um, another one, Ashley Nicole Moss. I don't know who the fuck that is. But she said she's verified on Twitter. Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderer. Despite the narrative, what the narrative is on your side. The narrative is on your side. Despite the narrative, some people would like to push. He is not an American hero defending this great land in quotations and no verdict will change that fact. He simply has the right skin color for protection from his crimes. Sickening, but not shocking. That's that's their other argument right now is that because he's white, he got not guilty, not because he killed black people or anything else that if a black man was there, a black man would be convicted guilty in that situation. And this is my problem with this. My problem with this is how do you fucking know? Because you can't prove that. And second of all, just because he was, they're making it sound like it's murder. He's a murderer. And that if a black person did it, he would have been a murderer. But if a black person was in the same situation that Kyle Rittenhouse was, he would have outran the fucking people, the white people trying to catch him. I'm just kidding. He, he would have, they would have all been sharing. This is white supremacy in America. These three people deserve to die. Blah, 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 blah. And they would be wrong. They would be I, wrong. Because I almost, if, a black, if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, everything he did was absolutely correct. I wish Kyle Rittenhouse was a person of fucking color just to prove that fact. Dude, honestly, I don't know what the narrative how the narrative or the press would have uh, reported this if he was a black guy. If he was a black guy with a rifle defending property and he killed three white or two white people and injured another at a that were supposedly BLM protesters, I don't know how that narrative would have played. And they would still you, call him a white supremacist, like they call all the other black people that show up to those rallies in rifles. And I don't, yeah, fucking- I don't. I don't even think it would have got as much attention. I don't think the press would probably pay attention to it as much. I think they would report on it when it happened, and then they would just ignore it after that because it doesn't. It would have been washed away. It doesn't fit their fucking narrative. 
Yeah. Um, let's see another one. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, our favorite Fed. What are we witnessing? What we are witnessing is a system functioning as designed and protecting those it was de designed for, obviously, meaning white people. It's not like he's some fucking upper class, like, senator's son. This is a dude that looks a couple IQ points above retarded. Like, come on. My heart still breaks for the communities and families whose grief now compounds and the countless others who will be denied and deprived in similar scenes across the country. What we just witnessed was the state coming down on an innocent person because of a narrative that the fucking mainstream media and mainstream news journalists reported on falsehoods. That's what we are witnessing and justice being done. Actual justice being done because I think, I think, and maybe it's just because it's in Kenosha, Wisconsin. If this happened in Chicago, it would probably be a different um, because of the demographic of people that would have been represented in the jury. But I think it's showing a changing of tides in the United States. I think a lot of people are realizing kind of like what you said, especially after watching this whole court case, that the state is after normal fucking citizens for things that you should be able to do, like defend yourself. When the prosecution went to their closing statements rebuttal and Kraus sat there and said, you don't just raise your rifle. You have to take a beating sometimes. I think that resonated with a lot of fucking people, especially when this fat fucking four-eyed piece of shit lawyer that definitely got bullied probably didn't have to take a beating because he got out of it and whined to his teachers before it happened probably a fucking hall monitor probably his whole life that everybody fucking hated and that's why he's a you know fucking almost 40 and a fat fucking cow prosecution defense attorney for the state this guy, like when he said that, I bet you a lot of people were like, nope, fuck this. Like, I bet you, I bet you there was more than a few yeah. jurors in there that were like, yeah, this guy's on fucking crack. Like, yeah, hell no. Like, especially if they, if they have kids, if they were old enough to have kids and they were trying to see how they would see it, if their kids did this, they were like, yeah, this guy can go fucking pound sand. If you know what I tell my kids, I tell them to go fucking hit them first before they hit you. <laughs> Dude, Wisconsinite accents. Binger looks like a like pretty boy frat boy, like typical yes. pretty boy Dude, he frat looks like boy. Little finger from Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, he he looks like the night, like the night, like kind of like like what you kind of expect from a lead uh, lawyer, yeah. like the pretty boy yeah. look or whatever. But like, Krause, I would expect him to be the defense, like the prosecutor, uh, the defense attorney, like for Kyle yeah. Rittenhouse, like. But, Kind of slimy, kind of fucking. Yeah, and Kraus is just like disgusting, sleazeball looking mother, like the fat cat elite that like he yeah. just, yeah, he just looked like this weasel piece of shit that like. Like that would be prosecuting Batman after killing the Joker on accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that's who fucking... he looks like. For justice. <laughs> But uh, all right, so the ACL, ACLU had to chime in today. Dude, that was the worst one. I saw that one. 
Breaking, Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty of the fatal shooting of two and injury of another during the protest over the shooting of Jacob Blake by the Kenosha Police Department. This situation represents an outrageous uh, failure to protect protesters by the Kenosha Police Department and Kenosha County Sheriff's Office. Yeah, if they did that, Kyle would have never fucking been there, you dumb fucks. Months of research and open record requests have uncovered many incidents in which police encouraged white militia members to become armed vigilantes in the street due to their failure to control the crowd. Despite Kyle Rittenhouse's conscious decision to travel across state lines and injure one person and take the lives of two people protesting the shooting of Jacob Blake by police, he was not held responsible for his actions. Unfortunately, this is not surprising. All right. Gage Gross, Grosskreitz, or whatever the fuck his weird-ass Chicagoan name is, traveled further to get to the fucking Kenosha riots than goddamn Kyle Rittenhouse. You dumb fucks. Was it okay for him to be there and not Kyle Rittenhouse? His acquittal comes after our investigation exposed how Kenosha law enforcement used violence against protesters and drove them toward white militia groups in ways that escalated tensions and almost certainly led to these shootings. Blame it on the police. I mean, that's a pretty easy take. And I think most people will probably agree with you on that one. It is far too easy to overlook the impact that the violence in defense of white supremacy has on the black and brown communities. Nobody black or brown died. Nobody, not one, not one single fucking person that was black or brown died. It is, oh, Jesus Good. fuck. I I the ACLU is such a fucking shell of what it used to be. I know. Probably dude, was they, never good. It never. It, it was never good. Well, good. But I would they say, did they, really good things. They did really yeah, good things. Yeah. All I know about them is they defended the KKK and their right to free speech back in like yeah the 90s They used to have 80s. some fucking principle. Yes. Yes. I can. I just want to read yeah, Mike Cerner. Mike Cernovich's tweet really quick. I posted on our Instagram. I just thought it was really fucking funny. And he he said, Kyle Rittenhouse lawfully, a jury concluded, killed more terrorists than most GWAT vets. <laughs> We've been saying that all week, dude. We've been saying no. that. People need to, like, I wish we could, like, trace people that take our stuff and just make it sound better. Because that's something that we have said from the beginning last year. Um, I'm not going to read the rest of the ACLU. Fuck them. Uh, Julia Loff, Wisconsin, is one of the states that allows judicial recalls. This is not a call to action. It is a statement of fact. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. These people are fucking ridiculous. Tolarian Community College. Nobody fucking go here. Sickening. It's not just a system that's broken and racist but the people within it, an immoral act followed by the immorality excusing of the perpetrator after, quote, tweeting NPR. Um, where's, where's Tolarian Community College? What the fuck do these guys do? I review cardboard and cardboard accessories. He slash him. So this is, you know, fucking garbage. They don't do anything. That's, that's his bio. Um, dude, I just don't fucking understand. I don't understand these people. The judge, uh, Corey Bush, Corey Bush is a U.S. Congresswoman, 
MO-01, is that Missouri? Like uh, part or uh, district one? Yeah, St. Yes. Louis strong. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, Corey dude, Bush, Corey Bush is a fucking mean person. The, <laughs> listen to this. The judge, the jury, the defendant, it's white supremacy in action. All of them are white supremacists. Every single one. The system isn't built to hold white supremacists accountable. It's why black and brown folks are brutalized and put in cages while white supremacist murders walk free. I'm hungry. I'm hurt. I thought it said I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, she was fat. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm heartbroken. I was like, I'm hungry. That's fucking weird. <laughs> um, there's a, the first meme underneath it is a car and then somebody trying to put a box spring into the car. And it's like a little car and it was, the car says it was white supremacy. And then the box stream says case involving four white guys and it doesn't fit in the fucking car. And then the people there, are, it, they're scheduled the left or they're scheduled They're The left is written on them and it's two black ladies trying to put this. I don't know if it's going to show up. Let's see if I can get it. No, it's not going to come. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. But it's just like these people are psychotic and they have they like I feel like I'm out of touch with reality sometimes because of the way that we believe. But like these people are like clearly out of touch with reality or just trying to create their own in such a way that if they just keep saying it, it's going to happen. It's like, do you think people are okay with white supremacists? There's so many fucking videos of like some dude doing the Nazi salute and just getting wrecked by another white person. Like, this isn't like a, all white people are like, yeah, white supremacy is pretty fucking cool. I'm not going to say nothing about it. How about you, Jerry? Like, that's not what they're fucking doing. Like, Nazis are fucking gay. Nazis, yeah. if Nazis anything, deserve to be punched. Yeah, they if kind anything, of deserve the, the reaction after that, the consequence of that action. But I'd punch a Nazi. Like, fuck. Yeah. I'd punch a fucking KKK well, member walking in a hood through a, with, a black community. With how ra- broadly... They use the term. Yeah, it's people are gonna be worth- like, yeah, people are just be like, yeah, I am. Fuck you. Like a, I don't care. A sitting congresswoman just said that the judge, the jury, and everybody inside the courthouse were white supremacists. What? Who the fuck are these people? Who, how do you even say that? Like I don't. I. I just don't get when there's been proof in the court of law after taking his phone that he has no, they took his fucking phone. They gave him, they gave him the phone. They gave him the yeah. fucking phone to see if he had any, any, don't you think that the fucking prosecution would have, or yeah, the prosecution would have brought that up in the fucking trial. Oh, 100%. Back fucking 100%. Bush. One, like, one, Jesus 100%. Christ. Like, why wouldn't they? That would just make their case better. Oh yeah, dude! It, like that'd be so easy to play he's a white on. White supremacist. Like, oh, he's a white. He, he even if he made like a racist joke, like even if he made a racist joke, they would have brought that into trial, and they would have said like, "This is why Kyle was there because he has this racist mindset and wants to encounter a BLM protester and shoot them." Like that would like he could yeah he could have he could have quoted kid cut a kid cutty song that said the n-word in it one time and they would have been like this shows that he's a fucking white supremacist and it's like okay it's literally got music fucking notes on each side of it and he listened to too much man on the moon in seventh grade like get the fuck out of here you weird motherfuckers i don't understand 
I, I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad Kyle got not guilty on all five counts, but I really wish there was backlash for these people. And maybe there is, and I'm kind of being black pilled about it right now because they can just say these things and get away with it. But maybe, maybe we see a fucking wave of these people getting voted out. And I'm not saying that voting's like the fucking ultimate way, but at least it's, it's, it's a, a, uh, a blip on the, the journey to a right direction. Like it, it's like, Oh, look, there's, there's, there's something that shows me that the United States completely isn't falling for this shit. Like, yeah, yeah. there's some people, but not like if these people that say these things and can get away with it, like if, if, they get voted out or whatever by their own districts because people are like, Oh shit, maybe I don't yeah. really want them representing me. At I, least at, like, I, I wish that they would, you know, go fucking put their head in a sand in the sand and you know, start chugging fucking sand in the middle of the desert. Like I, I, I want yeah. them to rot in pieces. Like, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I think there is backlash. It's just not the backlash that we want. Like, we believe these people are very evil. They're very fucking. They are like just the most sinister people alive today. But it's not going to be the backlash we want. Like in a fucking just world, people like this would be thrown in a cage, especially like politicians and these corporate journalists and stuff like that. But I think the real value that we're going to get out of this is people are going to start recognizing that like these people are just full of shit. They're fucking yeah. full of shit and we don't have to give them any more credit anymore. Like we used to, because yeah. honestly, dude, if this fucking trial and these events all happened 20, 20 years ago and like it played out the exact same way, but there's not that, you know, not everyone has a cell phone. There, there's not all this mm -hmm. video footage. The trials not necessarily live, uh, constantly being streamed on the internet. Yeah. I think things would have played out very differently. I honestly believe that Kyle Rittenhouse would be rotting in a cage right now, this very moment because, but because now we can like, we have the ability to constantly record. I mean, the whole fucking scene, everything that happened was all caught on camera. And if it wasn't, I really think like the prosecutors would have got their way. They would have portrayed yep. this guy, this kid is this evil fucking mass shooter and white supremacist most people in the world or america would have not really even paid attention to it they would have just got away with throwing this kid in a cage and forgetting about him but yeah. thank god that we have the internet where like people could actually watch what exactly what happened and now they're this like it it feels you know it feels like it's not the majority especially when you see all these blue check marks you know, they, they're the one, it seems like they're the ones that kind of run Twitter, but yeah, but what really happened here is like, there was a, a large consensus of people that were like, no, this is fucking bullshit. And it yeah. forced politicians because we were paying attention to it. Normal people like us just on social media, since we were paying attention to it, it forced an opposition to happen of Republican type people to be like, Oh, my base is really paying attention to this. I should probably tweet about this and be very against mm -hmm. it as well. And that's kind yeah. of how things work now. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of how it should work. I, it's like the, it's like the whole thing where I, I sent on Twitter the other day, I, uh, 
posted about Joe Biden where I was like, if Joe Biden really wanted to, you know, change the landscape of America or show he cared about minorities, he would have, you know, uh, abolished the federal law on marijuana and released and executive, just executive order it executive order. Marijuana is legal and release all the prisoners that were locked up and abolish their like absorb their or not what's absolve them of their their Joe Biden be a fucking legend. Dude, he would be he would be probably the best president we've had in the last 20 years. Or at least just by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Just just because like it would change so many people's fucking lives and he could do it. He could do it and almost there would be very few. I even think there'd be very few Republicans that would look back on it. Yeah. Because yep. it, it would look bad for them. It would yep. look bad for them. Because the the marijuana thing isn't a there's not a divide over Republicans and Democrats on it. Like there's a, uh, like normal people, like yeah, normal like, fucking everyday people. It's like a consensus it's, on the Democratic side, like complete consistent consistence yeah. uh on the Democratic side. And it's a bunch of younger Republicans that are for it as well so like it would be like tomorrow and everybody would be like that's the best move a president has made in at least 20 years best move best yeah and dude that and shit like that and he would that gets him reelected that gets him yeah shit like that could yes shit like that very well could and it and it wouldn't it would literally do nothing to you the only thing it does and the reason why he won't do it is it loses the prison system's income yeah, it lo- his his uh his special interests would be very upset. His corporate donors yes. would be very exactly. upset. Yeah, it, but it would it, it wouldn't matter because all those corporate donors and stuff. I bet you they get replaced by everyday Americans being like, "That was a good move." If he keeps making moves like this, I will keep giving him money. And like that's what these people don't realize. It's like the marketplace of ideas is the most lucrative place. Like, look at YouTube, look at Twitter, look at all these things the marketplace of ideas and how you think and what you do is one of the most lucrative businesses out there. There is people that will go to seminars on how to make money from people that have only made money by telling people how to make money. They never actually did the (laughs) fucking steps that they wanted to. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Or that they're telling other people to do. It's like, like, just by doing that, he would make everything and it would it would radically change the landscape of the United States instantly. And in, in, in literally from one minute to the next, it would be radically different. I mean, yeah, and he it would, won't do it. It would free like I wouldn't say half, but close be, to half. Close to half. Yeah, close to half of the people that are in prison today. And yeah. like I, I don't know. Like it's a it'd very be over. It'd, be, it'd be a very be valid point. But like that, that like, like that would be, I would think would be a great idea and it would do well for his presidency, probably raise up his approval rating and probably help him if he did try to, if he made it and tried to fucking uh, run for reelection or whatever. Kind of thinking he was going to die today, to be honest. Like if, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, that, yeah. I mean, Kamala Harris or, was in, or in charge. Comes, or it comes. Yeah. For like an hour or two hours or whatever yeah. it was. Or it comes out in like, you know, four or five months that he has colon cancer. And Joe Biden's actually been anyways. dead for months. He, they're, well, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. they're just dragging his corpse around. <laughs> yeah. He's weakening at Bernie yeah. right now. He's fucking, but, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, Bernie's weekend at Bernie in it right now, dude. You see him on the fucking floor talking about Elon dude, Musk. He got so hot and bothered over yeah, Elon dude, Musk. Dude, yeah, yeah. Did you see like, bro, Elon, Elon Musk? Elon Musk said, I will give you the fucking money a today. Yeah, dude. Well, that's and pretty you, funny. And, yeah, with the with the uh with the United Nations told them I will give you the six point eight billion. And then he and then two days later he took out six point eight billion dollars from Tesla stock. Like what a fucking savage. He had to sell it off anyways. Like it, it was like when his stocks were set to expire. So he had to sell it off anyways. But he was like, I will give you this money today if you give me a transparent like invoice on how we will do this. Give me, give me a plan. And yep. I want to be able to oversee all the transpa- like I need the utmost transparency. And they never replied. They turned off comments to their fucking Twitter. Yeah, because like, because they're not because they're, they're not fucking real. lying. Yes. They're lying. All these people are fucking lying. They're lying. And I hate liars. I hate that shit. Especially I don't hate liars. That's that's a lie in itself. I don't hate liars. <laughs> what I hate is people in positions of power that use lying to benefit themselves and make it look like they're helping people that they're actually hurting it's like the whole it's like the whole global warming thing right now where they're saying that it's a pandemic that there's victims of global warming happening right now and that it's a global pandemic and there's victims of it because people are dying from global warming i hate that i hate that like that's a fucking lie did you, you know, see? There, there was a lady. In, it was the first one. It was the sorry. It's the lady in Canada. She couldn't turn her AC on as long because she didn't have the money to. And they blamed it on global warming, not that the fact electricity was too goddamn high, yeah. not the fact that they can't produce the amount of electricity to take care of all the people in their fucking country, but because of global warming. Get the fuck out of here! You guys Did deserve you- to die. They deserve to die. Dude, did, have you been seeing uh, Dave Portnoy lately? Yes, on uh, talking shit to the Business Insider and that yeah, one so, lady that fucking wrote the hit piece on him. Yep. So for anyone that doesn't know, Dave Portnoy, he's the leader, founder, president of Barstool Sports. And Business Insider wrote a hit piece on him. Like they didn't explicitly saying that the basically yeah. saying he was raping yes. girls. They didn't explicitly say the words, but basically in the article, if you read it, you would assume he is a rapist, sexual assault. Uh, he, he sexually assaults women on the regular basis. And what's interesting about that is Dave Portney is like, he is like one of the few people that's like really kind of rich and powerful, but he has an enormous amount of presence online. He's constantly yeah. in the public face and all that. And he is not letting this go. And I love And he's likable. Yes. Yes. And he's, well, he's very honest. I think that's important. He's very it's honest. Like, it's like open. Crowder. Yeah. And it's, it's like Crowder. Like a lot of people like Crowder, but he's not a likable person. Mm-hmm. He's not an agreeable person. He's not like a very likable individual. Ben Shapiro is the same way. He's not a very likable person. Portnoy is a likable person. Yeah, he seems well, he, like a common he, man that made a lot of money. And he, yeah, he's very honest and open. Like he'll like, I mean, he went yeah. through his text message of him like sexting with women. Yeah. And he's like, You think I like doing this? That my mom and dad are gonna watch this. My girlfriend, my current girlfriend's gonna look at this. Like, no, no, I don't, but I gotta be honest with my people so they understand what the fuck's going on. And he spent yeah. like an hour or two hours on live 
going through every single accusation and going over all the facts and all the contact with the women that he's t- that, that was accused him of this, whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it's like one of these, another one of these moments that's happening right now. That's like a super red pilling moment where it's like these corporate media are getting called out on their bullshit. And like, there's and now nothing. people have receipts. Yes. And he brought all the receipts. He brought everything. And he's, and like, I don't know. I'm not saying that like fucking Dave Portner is the fucking truth or whatever, but it's just yeah. like, he's fucking bringing the hammer down. He has a huge following, a massive amount of following. It's like basically rivaling uh, ESPN and uh, NFL, yeah. whatever, any other sports network that covers sports and shit. And he is fucking bringing the hammer down on these people. And, and he's called, I mean, he's calling out like, he didn't even just like uh, go after the woman that wrote the uh, uh, article on him. He's going after the owner of Business Insider and yeah, fucking like bringing up all, all the egregious things that they do behind the scenes that no one brings attention to. And it's just, it's just another one of these moments where, like, I mean, and Dave Portner, he kind of also kind of had this red pilling moment too when he was when the whole uh uh what the robin hood scandal happened yeah when when like they basically shut down people from buying any more stocks in yep what was it gmc and then what was the other one no not gmc uh amc, AMC. uh gamestop and yes. there yes. was one other one but i can't remember and then that's when like the wall street bets guys became famous and Dave Portnoy was kind of part of that. And he was going mm-hmm. on like Fox news, other news sites, like just trashing the fucking dude yeah. that's in charge of Robin hood and the, the financial system. And then now he's just like going hardcore after this business insider article. And it's like, these people are now finding out that like, Oh, we're not, they're not the controllers of thought anymore. Like there's other people yeah. that have their own following that they individually, that they built up themselves and they're going to explain what's really fucking going on. And I think it's like, it's weird. Cause it's like the, it's almost like the new, newer, like billionaire, millionaire, richer people that are coming up that kind of like we're like raised new money versus old money. Yes. Yes. It's like, yes, exactly. It's the new money versus the old money mentality. And they're, they all kind of, they kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say they're like 100% like radicals or whatever, but they're like, they recognize when they're being fucking screwed over and yeah. they recognize when the common person is being screwed over and they're calling that yeah. shit out. And it's, it's, it's just like a fascinating time to watch this shit in real yeah. time that they're well, calling out these old systems. Yeah. It's the same thing with Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan is peak in that he gets almost 11 million views per episode. 11 he's million the main views stream. per episode. He is. Yeah. He's, he's the epitome of what mainstream is. And the thing is, is like, yeah, you may not, I don't fucking agree with him. I don't agree with him on a lot of his fucking views, like social, like healthcare. I think healthcare is a major problem in this country. I don't think his view is the correct one. I really don't. I don't know if I don't know if my view is the correct one. I'm fucking watched John Q the other day and I got really fucking livid watching John Q because it's like he's fucking right. Like this shit is fucked up. But I think this shit is fucked up because the state has so much involvement and runs protection for these companies. And I don't think if that protection was there, they would be they would get to be as dishonest as they are. And like, but that's a whole other ordeal. But, you know, like I don't agree with Joe Rogan on a lot of fucking things. I think he is kind of a lefty. That's fine. The fact that he can sit there and bring on a CNN doctor and call him out on why his news network 
is lying about him. And that's the other thing. Tim Pool, same thing. I think the same thing about Tim Pool. I we've said multiple times, I think they have a lot of very milk toast takes when it comes to things. It's like, how can you not get over that last little bit? It's hard to get over that last little bit if you have not if you have a lot to lose. It's it's really hard to get over that last little bit if you have a lot to lose. And they have a lot more to lose than than the rest of us, to be honest. Like, yeah, the, the rest of us, like Typo and I, we don't have a lot to lose. <laughs> to There's be not a lot yeah. to lose here. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot to lose. Even I if lose you destroyed my problem. life, it ain't a lot. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, I, you destroy my life, I lose an alcoholic problem and a life problem. So, like, what? <laughs> There's not a lot to lose there for me. So, uh, anarchy sounds dope. Let's go. But, like, for a lot of these people, they built their following on, you know, calling out injustices and things like that or things that they saw injustice he was part of the occupy wall street movement which you know for the most part there a lot of ron paul libertarians came from the occupy wall street movement jesus fuck like we agreed with it up to to an extent we also saw how corrupt it can get very quickly and yeah you know the thing with it is like like these people it, it goes back to the kyle rittenhouse thing we can't just fucking shit on people because they don't agree with 99% of your views or they agree with 99% of reviews. They're not at the last 1% yet. It's like that last 1% is a big 1%. That's the longest 1% there is to get to fucking anarchy. And maybe they're not at 99%, but a lot, most of them are at 90%. The system is rigged. It's fucking over the common day person. And these are common day Tim pool. Tell me that motherfucker didn't come from humble beginnings that had nothing. And tell me he's, not a common man that has actually done something with his life and figured out how to make money. He has, and he didn't figure out how to make money by like, you know, playing the stock system or this, that, or the other he figured out how to make money by doing what he was good at and what he loved to do. Joe yeah. Rogan, same thing. A lot so of the these... same thing built or Portnoy, same thing. Yeah. They like, did oh. it by doing things that they loved to do and they made it their life and they did it. They're normal fucking people. They aren't normal anymore. I'll give you that. I understand. But they came from normal beginnings. And do they lose sight of it a little bit? Yeah. Try having 11 sure. million people watch everything that you do every time you release an episode. Like, yeah, these, of course, you lose it a little bit. I get that. Like, I'm not even mad at them for that. Yeah, it's not that these people are like, it's not like a lot of people, it, they don't not. I think most people, even us a lot of times do. It's not that we have the answers to everything. I think, I mean, well, sometimes I think we do, but like, I'm I just saying, <laughs> but like, I, I don't think that a, a lot of people have the answers to everything. I just think that what their, their questions they're asking is what's most important, what they're what they're picking at and yes. what they're like pointing out and they're pointing out hypocrisies and they're asking the right questions. They're like, what the fuck is going on? Why are we doing it like this? This is yeah. stupid. This system makes no sense. Like why just logically thinking this is all dumb. And I think that has, a, that brings a tremendous amount of value. And I think that's one of the most important things is like when they're, when they are asking these questions that it's not, it's not even like that crazy. It's just that they're asking questions that everyday per people are like, yeah, like that, that's a little weird, but like the, you know, like a lot, a long time things have always been, well, that's just the way it is. That's just how it well, goes. Fuck. He made Michael Malice paddable to fucking 11 million people. Do you know how fucking hard that is? <laughs> yes. You know how yeah. hard it is to make Michael Malice palatable to 11 million people. 
He's been on there multiple times. It's hard to make Michael Malice palatable to 11 million people. I'm saying that. I, it's, to be honest, yeah. just yeah. sit there and do it. Like it's, it's a good thing. And like that's where I think like more deeply is like everyone's like, oh, when's when's the change coming? When's the revolution happening? And it's like, I think it's already kind of happening. It's not happening in the way that we imagined it. Expected but it's, it, yeah. But it, I mean, and it's just kind of like the beginning in a lot of ways. But like, we just got the internet. We're still trying to figure out how to use this fucking internet. We don't really know what the fuck yeah. we're doing. And now yeah, you fuck, have- we've had it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. like really accessible for a lot of people. Like, yeah, 20, 20 years, maybe 15. Yeah. I don't I don't really, really know. But yeah, like openly accessible for almost everybody in the United yeah. States. Yeah. And so that's probably so now we just figured out that, oh, you don't have to be a New York Times journalist to have a voice anymore. You don't have to be uh, a politician to actually have a voice and your opinion actually matters. You can be a regular fucking dude that just tweets fucking shit or post podcasts or post YouTube videos and you can Mm -hmm. build a following that way. And it's like the first time where like everyone has a voice in the the uh market of ideas now everyone gets a voice and this is where and like we're figuring it out we're still figuring out how the fuck to navigate through this system and then you know there's like all this censorship and but that's becoming like a reality of like oh wow like we can't even say like you know they they almost canceled alex jones from like the entire internet but now they can't even do that anymore because yeah. Alex Jones can just go make his own server, go make his own website and put up his own bullshit and get millions and millions of people to watch his episodes. And yeah. there's nothing they can do to stop it. And that's, yeah. that's where it begins when you can have someone that's, that's, a that's the revolution voice. of today. Yes. A dissenting voice that can't be silenced anymore. That's it's, it's happening. It, we're already like, watching like, the uh, change come. It's like El El Pupo on fucking <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> shows his nutsack to fucking journalists and then yes. gets fucking deleted from Twitter and six weeks later he's showing his nutsack to another journalist on Twitter. Yes. Like, like that's the that's the fucking thing. That's it right there. The fact that you cannot be you cannot be silent. Yeah, you you have to find workarounds. You have to. You have to. Yep. Like that's that's a part of it. We'll probably get fucked over some at some point. We'll have to find a workaround. That's why we set up the website. That's why we set it up is hopefully we, we can store things there at one point in time. And, yeah. you know, I have a fucking hard drive full of my shit, but like, it's just, it's, I've said it from the very beginning when we started this podcast, what will take over is it's not going to be fucking guns. It's not going to be a civil war. What's going to change the outlook of the United States into what we want it to be or of the world in general it's because of the fucking internet. It's because of technology. Technology is going to eliminate these people because you don't have to follow their fucking rules anymore. Everybody's trying to figure out technology. Yeah, they had a head start. They had a little bit of a head start, but guess what? The rest of us are figuring it out and we're figuring it out pretty damn good. Like it's it's going, it's not going their way. And it's kind of like a white pill. It's going to get dark. It, it'll get darker. It's always darkest before the dawn. Like that's like the saying for a reason. But fucking hell, like if anything about this Kyle Rittenhouse thing or, you know, Joe Rogan, Tim Pool's fucking Michael Malice and all them like crossover episode, like like all these things happening all around the same time. Rakita Law's fucking stream and stuff like these are big, 
these are big events that we're going to look back on and be like, man, I was either a part of that or I was sitting there shitting on Kyle Rittenhouse because he was a bootlicker. Like, yeah, <laughs> guess who's going to look fucking stupid, motherfucker? Like, I look stupid normally, but I'm not going to look as stupid as you fucking retards. Like, God, like, yeah, it's funny. It's funny when you do it in a joking manner. Like, it's funny when you're like, it's a joke. Like, yeah, he's a bootlicker or something like that. Those things are funny. It's it's easy to draw humor out of that. It's easy to draw humor out of the face he made when he was crying on the stand. It's easy to draw humor out of tragedy. Comedy and tragedy are so closely related that people get upset about them being related, dude. God. And it's like, this is... And that's why there's comedy and tragedy. That's why there's tragedy and comedy. That's what there. It, it's just one of those things. And the way things are right now, I see comedy as a light, you know, like comedy is a light and tragedy is the dark. And you can always, if there's one thing the military taught me, it was, you can always make the worst of times and remember them as the best of times because of the things that you did in them. And fucking hell, if that ain't true now, that's why we do this podcast. That's why we fucking sit here every week and fucking talk about it. And some of this shit is actually fucking funny, no matter how tragic it is. But today we got to win. Today we got to fucking win. And it's a win for self-defense. Yeah. Overall, it's a win for self-defense. It's a win for fucking gun rights. It's a win for liberty. And, you know whatever people can have other perspectives the corporate press is going to make it seem like it's the fucking worst thing ever but it, that's another win for us that they're upset yeah. about this <laughs> yeah so well dude cnn i started watching some of their stream afterwards like they they streamed after the written house they were like doing stuff outside and they were like oh i just want to bring you some facts from the case that uh weren't readily available before the case and it was like he did not bring the gun across state lines and like these things like that and i was like yeah, of course. Now they have to fucking say. It. Of course. Now yeah, they the, have to. Yeah, say now it. they're saying it because and their attorneys I, are I saying different things. Even I don't though know. The last two weeks, their attorneys have been sucking dicks of each other on fucking Zoom. Like, yeah. They, now they now they get to fucking say it. Like, oh, we weren't we weren't entirely incorrect, but we have some factual evidence that shows that we were wrong on these points. Yeah, they're almost they're like how does michael mount they're factual but not truthful (laughs) yeah yeah it's like he still crossed state lines and there was a technicality and that's why the judge um dismissed the gun charge and if yeah the technicality was that it was fucking lawful bitch (laughs) god damn dude it's so frustrating i i want these people to like not be able to sleep at night because i can't fucking sleep at night it's hard as shit to sleep at night but these people just fucking pass out on their goddamn my pillows that fucking pacific fucking sells on (laughs) on all the fucking shows he goes on yeah i just fucking well enjoy your fucking white pill everyone and luke this weekend should be you should be a little a little happier in our dark days of tyranny i think so at least yeah, I, it was definitely a win. And that's why I said it earlier. I was like, my white pill, like hope for humanity moment today was, I think I, it was about an hour before. And I was like, I think he's going to be not guilty. Like, I honestly believe he's going to be not guilty. And it turned out true. I There is still some hope for humanity. There's still some faith in humanity there. And I'm usually pretty good about having it 
but just the last two years have made me like not have it at all. So, um, it was, it was a, it was a good fucking win today and I'm glad we got to do our fucking podcast today. What a great day to do the podcast. I know, dude. It was kind of perfect. I was like, man, if this thing goes so Monday, we're going to put out a podcast and they're going to come out with a verdict on Monday. I was like, fuck, it's going to be gay. Yeah. <laughs> we would we would have had to do one that night. Like, I would yeah. like, let's yep. jump on a fucking podcast. But yeah, fucking good shit. I don't know. I think that was a good place to end on. I don't want to fuck it up anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty good, dude. All right. Well, that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go check out our podcast or our podcast website is what I meant to say. And go get some fucking merch. I got some hoodies and beanies in there that are pretty dope. So you guys should get some. Um, they're not going to sell out because they're sell on demand. So or print on <laughs> demand. <laughs> so, you know, go buy those before the, you know, giant market shortages and um, the world spirals into hell. In, you know, two years. I'll end it on my black pill. <laughs> so all the white pilling we're talking about, and you end it on a black pill. We're <laughs> fucked, everyone. We're <laughs> fucked. Today is awesome, but we're fucked in the end. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Typo, you got any last words? <laughs> uh, enjoy the win. Enjoy the, well, you already enjoy the weekend, but fucking enjoy your week. It's fucking great. Time for liberty. And uh, just enjoy the little victories we can get because we don't get a yeah. lot of them a lot of times. And this one's one we can definitely celebrate. Yeah, that's true. Very true. That's the fucking shit show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. We out.